This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hi, Jess. Hi, everyone. It's Fat Mascara. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. What's going on? Uh, I mean, we're just in a good mood this Thursday because the weather's cooling off. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. I you know it's what, sweater weather. <laughs> you know what I could do with? 
what? I could just put on one of my old J. Crew sweaters <gasps> right now. Do you remember the <laughs> roll neck? Are you ne- too young for the roll neck? I never had. You know what? The thing is, there weren't. There wasn't a J. Crew in my town or even like in my county. But I had a. Um, I had an affluent friend who had a roll neck. Her <laughs> sisters went to prep school, and yeah. she gave me some of her J. Crew hand-me-down sweaters. And that was my first brush with J. Crew. And then when I moved to the city, I bought my own J. Crew clothes. Ooh la la. Yeah. I remember I had a suit that I did a bunch of interviews in from Roll uh, from Rollneck from J. Crew. Yeah. And then in the like late 90s, this yeah. was pre-Gen Alliance, I think, or before she was in charge, I remember one Hanukkah like four nights worth of my present. Like it was one no. present. <laughs> because they were like pricey for yeah, like, they are. you know. Yeah, they were, yeah. I think it was something like $58 or whatever it was. It was like pricey at the time. Sure. And it's, it was just a crew neck sweater with a little roll around the neck. And it was like the coolest thing. You need one of those and you needed a champion sweatshirt. You know? It, I, if you Google like the... um you know, I think when J. Crew when they they hit some some bumps certainly this year, there were like a lot of websites and like fashion blogs that were tar- like fashion blogs, like fashion articles talking about that sweater. So if you don't know what we're talking about, Google the J. Crew roll neck yeah. sweater. It's so- not what made J. Crew like nationally famous the way it did when Michelle Obama wore J. Crew clothes. Yeah, and if you're all wondering why we're talking about. J. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, we should talk about why we're like going going ham over J. We Crew right now. We didn't turn into a fashion podcast, but we do have a great guest who has a tie to J. Crew, but is doing new things. Jess, why don't you tell us about the guest? Okay, we have the incredible, iconic, and I'm not just throwing that word around right now. She is iconic, Jenna Lyons on the show. Now, she is the co-creator of the new beauty brand Love Scene that is all about lashes. Now, you might be thinking, lashes? Wait, Jenna Crew? Jenna Crew. Jenna Crew. I'm just going to call her Jenna Crew. I hope Jenna, I hope you're giggling. Jenna J. Crew Lions has a brand that's all about lashes. And stay tuned because it's a really, really cool connection. Um, Jenna Lashes. Jenna Lashes. Jenna Lashes. Exactly. She is also... Um, the star of Stylish with Jenna Lyons, which is on HBO Max in November. But she really was synonymous with J. Crew for years and years and years, over two decades. And she ended her time there as president and creative director. She was really synonymous with the J. Crew look that many of you who listen to this show really think of. I'm thinking like, you know, a, a cool little like, you know, white t-shirt with a sequin skirt, like a great denim shirt with the perfect pair of jeans in 2013. And the, an orangey red lip and like a wispy bun, just perfectly like whatever, you know? How could I forget about the beauty look? Exactly, Jen. She really she really created like the J. Crew beauty look. And in 2013, the New York Times called her the woman that dresses America. I mean, what a compliment. So we are thrilled and honored to have her on the show. Welcome, Jenna. 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 <laughs> you are what 
Wikipedia calls a business personality. And of course, a fashion designer. How would you describe your career and how did you get into this crazy biz? Um, I mean, the how-to was sort of easy. I went to design school. I wanted to make clothes. Um, that was really a very clear trajectory for me. Um, what happened after that, I have to say, was not what I expected by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. Um, and really kind of still have to pinch myself that I ended up where I ended up. It was pretty incredible. Um, yeah, it didn't feel like fashion. By the time I got to my, you know, sort of end job, I was really overseeing three brands. I was you know, doing much more than just designing clothes. It was overseeing the marketing and the stores and the look and feel, the catalog and the, for multiple brands. It was really a lot of like process. And it was like, I felt like I was like a really high paid crossing guard. What? <laughs> just meaning like my, I was there. Do you want to, us to change your Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I have no idea how to change it, but yes. Fashion and icon I, slash highly paid. Crossing. I, wait, what I mean by that is like, I was there to sort of protect everything and try to keep it as safe as possible, mm. meaning protect the creative all the way through to the end, make sure it got to the other side, give said directions, don't go this way. Can you hold a second? No, can you come this way? Oh, let's do more of that. Oh, wait, you stop. It was a little bit of really kind of trying to maneuver at a very um, sort of high level. And it was it was very different than where I started, which was design clothes. That sounds very stressful, very stressful and very far removed, like you said, from the creative process. It, it was both of those things. I think it was a creative in a very different way, but it was a, a, a level of creative that required such quick fire um, answers. And what I, I'm doing now is amazing because I, I mean, I just came from a meeting where I'm literally painfully step by step, not painfully, pleasurably step by step, selecting images, recropping images, going in and saying, "Is that makeup look good?" Oh, looking at, and like it's such an incredible process to be that close to something again. I lost a lot of that. I was very far away from touching things. We should probably back up then. I mean, I'm assuming you're talking about J. Crew, right? I am. Okay. And I think just it's it's important to mention just for context that J. Crew was J. Crew Group. So it was J. Crew Factory, Madewell, and J. Crew. Got it. Okay. Um, and so when you ended there, that was the crossing guard, guard job that you're just talking yes. about. Yes, okay. correct. Got it, got it. Got it. <laughs> Shall we indulge in a little yeah. J. Crew just for okay. a second, Jess? Yeah, sure. I I love J. Crew. I like I, Me too. I even I love it from you know a long time ago. I I know you're not there anymore. I am wearing a J. Crew top right now. Actually, Jen and I was talking about our, our denim shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is J. Crew right now. Um, when you were at the brand, it became known for the J. Crew look. Okay, how would you describe that look and that style? And how did beauty? Like in the beauty way, how do you think beauty figured into that? And again, we're talking about for any J. Crew PR person who's listening now, we're talking about the Jenna era, okay? The <laughs> Jenna era in 2017, correct? Three years ago, yeah. Okay. Uh, 20, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I think I would describe it as I think like a sort of fresh, but a fresh, polished, unpolished beauty. And I think what I mean by that is we always wanted something to be a little off. So, you know, if there was a red lip, maybe the hair had a little tuft in it or there was something always a touch undone. There was never sort of, it would never be what you would think of as a red carpet look where you see people like completely polish the nines with not a hair out of place. We were always looking for something to be a little out of place Mm -hmm. and, and to allow people to experiment. You know, there was, we had several policy of like, if there was a bright red lip, then there was no eye. If there was a little bit of an eye, then there was no lip and really we sort of set structures around 
the way that we approach beauty to kind of have a framework, you know, just a very clear perspective. What's interesting is that now I, I loved all of that, but now I get to do something else. Wait, I have a question. Did you work with, I was just thinking about this as you were talking about like the, the look, like, you know, a little undone this, a little undone that. Did you work with a specific makeup artist? All By the way, I have Invisalign in my mouth and I, it's like brand new to me. So I realized I have a list. So. I have so many, all of my teeth are fake and I'm like so... And I, I feel for you. Like, I get it. Oh God, it, hurts. <laughs> it hurts so much. We'll talk about it in a second. I just, it's, just, it's supposed to hurt the first couple of days, right? Or Jen, Jen had it. I had it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, everything hurts as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Dentures, <laughs> you, just, you just say the word teeth and I'm like, Whoa. I know, I know, I know. Okay. Um, back to you, back to you. So did you work with a specific talent, like a specific makeup artist or a hairstylist um, with all those, you know, all those years? Yeah. I mean, I think that I would say like Troy Olivier is is. The, was our primary makeup artist and he really set the tone and and really, you know, was responsible, I think, for the execution and how the, the look of you know, the makeup and the feel of the beauty really showed up on camera. He was, he's very in tune with, I think, what I love about him is he was incredible at taking someone and just amplifying what their beauty was as opposed to trying to change them. And he really knew how to draw out like just the most elegant and beautiful parts of them, how to make their cheekbones really come out. He understood how to use highlighter. I mean, I remember talking about highlighter with him. I had never even heard of highlighter. I didn't know what it was, didn't know how to use it. Long before there was contouring and any of that stuff, he really understood how to like get the high points of someone's face and really make them sing to camera. And, you know, he was just, he just has an incredible eye and we always shared a really common perspective on beauty. Cool. So then, and you left this job in 2017 and I think, you know, everyone was thinking, what's she going to do next? What is she going to do next? Me too. <laughs> you know, is she going to head up some big, is she going to go like super high fashion? Is she going to go to Paris? Is she going to, you know, <laughs> go do couture? Is she going to start her own, you know, fashion line? What What did you think you were going to do? What did you do in the months and years that followed? I mean, the first month I sat on the couch and... Um, the first year I would say I sat on the couch, I don't think I realized how burnt and and also really kind of sad I was. Um, it was really hard leaving a place that I had called home. It was my family. You know, I'd been there for 27 years. I, you know, I'd worked with, for Troy, with Troy with for like 20 plus years. The woman who was the head stylist was had been there for 25 years. The head of men's had been there for 10 years. Head of women's 15. Like I knew, these were my family. And um, and I really was like, I really struggled. And I thought that people would call. I thought I would get some cool job. And like, that didn't really happen. I didn't get a lot of phone calls. Um, you know, and I'm sure some people thought that I was locked up, which, you know, to a certain extent I probably was. But what was really strange to me was, that, you know, the industry was also shifting. If you look at the fashion industry today, what I was doing doesn't really exist. They didn't fill my job. Um, it's really, they've totally taken a different approach. And I get that. I understand the world is changing and the world of fashion is changing so dramatically that, I mean, yes, I would have loved to have gone to Europe and that was a conversation at one point, but I also have a kid and joint custody and this, <laughs> just some real practical things that didn't allow for something like that. So yeah, I did a lot of, I, like I have a really well-worn spot in my couch and I spent a lot of time there. <laughs> And eventually, clearly, because we're talking to you now, you decided to do your own thing. Can you tell us about Love Scene? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of an accident, honestly. I mean, it wasn't something, it was something I've been thinking about 
but never in a way that I thought there was really something viable there. And then I started doing research. Someone asked me to do some research on a beauty project. And I just started to like think about what was out there in the world. And as I started to think about it, I, you know, was realizing that like I was watching all these beauty videos because I was just doing some exploration. I was obsessed. Like, have you seen Huda Beauty? And those, I mean, they women, these women transform their face. It's insane. And then I was looking, they all were putting on eyelashes. And then I, as the more I started to look, the more I realized that the, the world of eyelashes was becoming more and more prevalent. And I remember that when I left J. Crew, the one thing that was coming up so frequently was women were coming in with eyelash extensions. But what I was realizing is, so these women who were J. Crew girls, if you look at most of the girls at J. Crew, they look very, very natural. Very, very few people wear makeup. I wore the most makeup out of anyone because I love makeup. But um, I think, you know, it was really interesting to see how eyelash extensions and eyelashes, there was kind of this big gap between eyelashes that were out there and eyelash extensions. And I was like, well, I can't wear eyelash extensions because I don't have eyelashes. So that's not for me. And I can't really wear the strip lashes because they're so dramatic. And I look a little, it just looked too, um, just not real, honestly. And so I started to think, well, if I'm looking for something like that and I want it, what way maybe someone else is. And also strip lashes are, are amazing, but they're quite, they're, all of them are pretty large. And then eyelash extensions, they're expensive. They take a long time and you have to find somebody really good to do it. Have you ever seen anybody who's not had a good eyelash extension? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh She's cowering God. right now. Oh like, my God. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, wow, okay. You end up, yeah, it's, you're not complimenting the person's features. You're like, I like your lashes because they're just what you're seeing. They arrive like five minutes before you do. I'm like, well, okay. Um, I had a conversation with some people about this project and they happened to have some money and they were like, you are really cool. And I loved them immediately. And so we decided to we put a business plan together in like literally a month and put a proposal together and then started. It just all happened kind of, I mean, it was very strange. It was one of the most fluid processes I've ever been through. I can't believe that it's happening. That means maybe it's meant to be. Can, I, I so. want to, something you said made me think, um, I know you've talked about how you have hair loss from, it's genetic, correct? Oh, I have, I, I have bald spots. They were just, my hair never grew in. It wasn't like I lost it. It just never oh, okay. came in. So you and, never had eyelashes? I don't, I have, I mean, I literally like on this, I have probably like seven and on this eye, I maybe have like three and I have no eyebrows. Like they're, these are microbladed in, but you could see I look a little bit like they've been singed off my face, but it's just because I don't have any. Yeah, yeah. So that must obviously have worked into this whole like idea. Totally. Well, I think it's like, I'm sure you, you know how like if you have anything you're self-conscious of, you notice it in other people. Like mm -hmm. if you don't have perfect teeth or skin or hair, all you do when you meet someone is look at their skin and their teeth and their hair. That's what I, it's always been that way for me. And I'm sure you, it's like anything you feel like you're deficient in, mm -hmm. you notice in other people. So it's just, I'm super attuned to it. I've pay attention. Like if someone has good eyelashes, I'm literally like, you know, looking at them and like up in their face, like, can I look at your eyelashes? And you know, somebody who has like gorgeous skin, I'm always like, can I touch it? Like I just, I totally am like enamored by the things that I don't have. And so, yeah, I just felt really, um, I paid very much, very close attention to that whole world and the world of beauty in general. I'm fascinated by it. That's funny. I always think of it as like the grass is always greener, but what, the way you explained it is actually much more real. Like I do do that. The things where I feel like I am maybe lacking when I see another woman, that's the first thing I look at on her. Yeah. Whether it's, it's like, a body thing, a face thing, a style totally. thing. 
yeah, even a personality thing. Like when someone's really funny, or I'm like, God, I wish I was funnier. That person's really funny. Oh, sorry. My last no, we we get the explicit mark every week, and I don't know how. So we'll get <laughs> yeah, one for this interview, why. too. <laughs> I, understand. I never understood that. See, you're funny, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> So you build, so you love scene. Like you said, it was a seamless process. Um, so who are you thinking this is for? Like who will the customer be? And um, how's it different than, you explain how it's different than some of the lashes out there. We're trying to show it that like, I think the world of beauty should be open to anyone. And I think showing an idea of strip lashes that have maybe been relegated to like very high vamp like looks and people who are maybe doing drag and people who are doing like full beats, like, uh, anyone who isn't, doesn't fall into that category, like I think there's no reason. Like I, I love wearing them. I'm not afraid to say that. I think they're they can be really beautiful um, if they're done right. And it's interesting you're saying you know you love wearing them. I would never be like, oh, you know who loves a fake lash? Jenna Lyons. You know, like I would never <laughs> think that. But like the way you wear them is really cool, and you have a really cool Thank style. So like, you. can you give me some tips? I'm saying me, you could tell. Like, I'm I'm very like interested in like how I'm gonna wear them. So <laughs> well, I don't think. I mean, I think like if you look at the imagery that we're putting yeah. together, like it's not like we have some that are just ends. So you could just have a little kick on the end, and they're pretty different than what's out there currently in the market. So there's one that's called Levi and it's literally um, a really feathery light, just little kick. So if you're like totally a beginner and not and you want something just really delicate, it's just like a little pop on the end and they're great. There's also another one um, called Jack and it's a a long, just a very feathery soft lash. Like you don't need to wear makeup. Like you could wear them with no makeup at all and just Mm. like, like, like Jen, I don't think, are you wearing eyeliner at all? It doesn't look like you no, are. No, I ended up using black lash glue though, which I want to ask okay. about lash glue after you're done. But keep Yeah, we, can, we should talk about that. I'm wearing the cake, yeah, everybody, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> as in Kate Blanchett with the spelling. Exactly. So <laughs> as, yes. Um, and I think that that's like, you know, you don't have to wear makeup. There are designs so that you can go with like little to no makeup if you just want a lash, but you can also like amplify them. But you don't need to do anything if you want to do a red lip and like, have a really clean eye and you have lighter hair. So like, but you could also go a little dramatic. I mean, ironically, what one of the true, the best compliments we got was um, quite a few of the models when they were leaving. Most often the girls, the first thing you want to do is take all the makeup off. They're like, get this off of me. And many of them were like, oh, I'm going out tonight. Can I take these? Can I just walk out like this? And we were like, of course, like, yes. And when they feel like they look beautiful, like that's when... I'm like, oh God, we actually have something here. Jen, you had a question about lash glue. Oh yeah, because when I got a sample set, thank you for sending it in advance of, of this, and they don't come with lash glue. And I was curious, yeah. and of course I'm a beauty journalist, so I had multiple yes. options here at home. But what yes. was the thinking on that? And can so you use couple, them with any lash glue? Yeah, so a couple things. Um, first of all, the the amount of... If you, one of the things that we've looked at and we've seen is that there's there are some people that actually ship with very small samples of glue that come in for like, and they'll go for like a few uses. The problem is that with, there's a couple of things. The glues have a tendency to dry out when they are not in a big enough container. They, they the glue needs itself to keep it moist. Mm. And so when you actually put it in a very small container, it dries out very, very quickly. And so it's just a waste. And it also can be very frustrating. It has a tendency to get dry too quickly. And then those little tiny canisters and the brushes, they just fall apart. So that's not a great option. So what we didn't want to do was then ship them automatically with glue because then we would be shipping you three times the amount of glue that you would need for that lash. And it's just not... It just was a waste. So we felt like it was better. Most people, you can get a lot more uses out of the glue than you could. Like the lash, you can get 10 if you want, but you can get like 
50 out of the glue if you're very sparing. So it just didn't feel like the right thing to ship them together. Um, and on top of that, you can use any glue you want. Not everybody likes the same glue. Some people are partial. Some people like black glue. The white glue should dry clear, but some people just like a darker glue. We're still working on like, is there something else out there that we can do in terms of just improving what's the options? And and But Duo was really helpful and they sold us their formaldehyde-free and latex-free glue, oh, which is one of the things I that we were... used. Great. Did we not send you glue? No, but of course you assumed you were being sustainable because I was very happy about that. I noticed the package. We should have like, sent it to you, though. Yeah, I'm sorry that we didn't send oh it my to gosh, you. That's fine. And I, I love get that, right on that. <laughs> I love that there was instructions for recycling. Just pop out the plastic window and take off the ribbon because I feel like a lot of brands are like, it's recyclable. And then you're like, what do I, how? So I liked that that was on the yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to blow smoke up your ass. No, no. And so it was. that was a major, major part of the process. I mean, I remember walking into the factory in Indonesia, and I could not believe how much you went to visit the factory. I well, my experience is making clothes, and and know having had that experience, I know that you can't have an articulate conversation about how to manipulate something or change it if you don't know what you're talking about and you don't know who you're talking to. And I'm so happy I went. It's also it makes somebody, especially when listen. It's one thing to do it when you're a big brand. It's another thing to do it when you're a very small yeah. brand or just starting out and you can say, hi, this is who I am. This is who you're making it for. This is how much I care. This is what I want to understand. How do you make it? Because I and I think I'm so happy I did because I I didn't understand there's two different types of lashes. There's knit lashes, which is basically it's a thread, and then the lash is tied onto it and then it gets cut to length. And that's one type. And then there's a tipped lash, which is basically where the pieces are laid down on a table and then a piece of a band is stuck over the top, but they're laid down like this way. And so they're a totally different process. Mm-hmm. And in the in putting them together, I had taken and cut apart tipped lashes and knit, knitted lashes and put them together. And I was like, I want this and this. And they're like, you can't do that. I'm like, you have to do it. Just try. I know you can do it. Go ahead and do it. And they're like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, I don't understand. And then when I got to the factory, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so which okay. which are yours, knit or tipped? They're both that we have. Both Depends on the style, I guess. Yeah. So like Luca, Iris, and um, I believe Luca and Iris are definitely knitted. Um, Levi and Nor, those are tipped. I mean, I didn't even know there were two types of lashes. So and yours is knitted. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> nice for fall, yeah. Joe. I didn't know either. <laughs> That's why I went. <laughs> Did you just make a knits for fall joke, Jess? I mean, oh God. <laughs> She's a mom now. She's got these puns. There's been so, so many moms. They're gonna get jokes. worse. They're gonna it's gonna get worse, I'm telling you. It's it's really there are moments where I was like, wow, that that just came out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm embracing it. Yeah, yeah, you you can. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's see if we're still friends in 10 years, Jess. No, oh my God. We will be. We will be. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, 
They have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset, so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area, so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence. Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. 
I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right, that's about it. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. So now I know about knit and tips, but so as did you, because you were a fashion designer, so you had to learn, but how is this different than designing for fashion? You're giving us a lot of the similarities, like you went to the factory, you met the people, you know, there's a pattern to cut, things like that. What, what was different for you? I mean, there's some amazing benefits. I mean, I think the thing that I, I didn't realize until I left J.Crew was just like, you're kind of a hamster on a habit trail, like the pressure and the speed of making her, you know, 13 catalogs a year, a new line and put new product and constantly remaking things and having co- and constant feedback about sales. And keep in mind, like constant feedback on sales on three different brands, multiple styles, men's, women's, kids, wedding, made well. It's like there was just so much information to maintain and try to stay on top of, not to mention, you know, that whole feeling of like, you know, just it has to be current and trying to think, and you're constantly thinking about something that is not going to be in the, in the store for almost a year. It's, it's just a really different process of feeling just so far out and so like just completely iterating all the time. It's very intense. And what's nice about this is like, it's so different. There's no, they're not seasonal. You can wear them any time of the year. Um, it doesn't matter whether you're a size zero or a size 14. Anybody can wear them. Um, it doesn't matter whether you are, you know, 16 or 72. Like, you're welcome. Uh, and and we can show that relatively easily. And it's so much different than fashion in that way because it's just easier to connect with people and be able to share with them. It was, fashion's so hard and it got harder and harder the, the more I got into it. So it, it's got a lot of really nice, um, just easy benefits. It's also like they're not perishable. Like they, you know, cashmere sweaters, you cannot leave on the shelf. Like they will literally like over time because they're wrapped in poly and that kind of stuff, like the yarn will decompose. Like you can't keep that for, especially if it's on a yarn, on a yarn um, spool, it will, because it's compressed, it will just actually go bad. And like these don't, like their lashes, they don't actually, they're not going to go bad. Yeah. And they're not, or they're like Twinkies. And they're not natural animal fibers and they're vegan and, right? Yes. Yes. There's not, no, 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 animals have their own pretty lashes. We didn't have to test on them. We didn't need to use them for anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I did not know that about cashmere sweaters. I'm intrigued. I didn't know that either. I just remember we would have yarn and we were like, oh gosh, we have a year to use this yarn if we don't use it. When it's on the spool, it's compressed. And so it can actually, so the, all the yarn that's in the inside, it can actually, if the, any moisture gets in, it can actually So they're like, start. Jenna, we need a new cardigan cut for spring 2022 yes. because okay. we got to use up that, that pink merino wool. Yep. It's like bread. That's not creative. <laughs> <gasps> 
she's shrugging at me. That is, yeah, it happens. I know. I mean, and listen, it's part of it's part of running a business. But oh my god, it's like so nice. I, listen, I feel very lucky that I, all the. I can't believe I'm doing something that also is really lightweight. Like, there's nothing worse than finding out that you need more outerwear and it has to be aired. And outerwear is, has a high duty rate and is really heavy to air. So like, that's a bummer. Like. <laughs> It eats out of your margin. So all these beautiful coats that you make, you have a, a nice margin. And then by the time you ship them and air them in, because you're trying to get more units or, you know, you want to get them in before the holiday. It's just... Yeah, because I guess the volume of that business, it was such a huge business. And now you're like, you get to get back to the, the boutique nature of it all. Was it exhausting? Baby Sounds like it was exhausting by the it end. Was, it was exhausting. I don't think I realized how tired I was until I stopped working. And I realized how, like, I could not... I couldn't function for a little while. I was really... Not it was a major, major come down, like major on on personally, professionally, emotionally, and just also you know I connected myself so deeply to the brand, um, intentionally and unintentionally, and I I suffered when I separated. It was like being connected to a, a Siamese twin and someone just going, and all of a sudden you're like, where's my other half? I felt really, it was hard. It was really hard. Mm-hmm. Speaking more broadly, when we talk about like, you know, just like the moment right now, everyone's doing like, you know, what's going to happen in fashion? How is fashion going to change? You know, the future of, um, you know, it's, there, it is a huge period of change right now. That's undeniable. But when you look at fashion, you're, you've been away from it for, you know, a few years. What do you think needs to change? What do you think, um, seems outdated in 2020? I mean, that's a good question. I think, I do think that we have gotten into this insane cycle of newness and it is, there's such a lack of respect for quality and and things that have an ability to sustain and live. And it's just a really, um, you know, and it's part of it is just, you know, I remember really distinctly being a part of that, you know, things going on sale so quickly. So by the t- as soon as something goes on sale, what it does is it triggers the need for new product. And so this constant way, you know, interestingly enough in Europe, they have a very strict sale structure. Mm-hmm. You cannot go on sale for a certain period of time after the, th- the item is launched in the store. And the reason being it's, it's to protect the customer so that you don't go into the store and you paid $40 for it. And Three weeks later, you come in and now it's 22 and you feel like you've been scammed. So it's really to protect the customer, but it also protects the brands because what it does is it helps them maintain a healthy margin for a longer period of time. This constant sales structure and finding things cheaper all the time, which of course everyone wants to do and I understand, but it deeply, deeply undermines the ability of a brand to deliver a quality product with any level of consistency. Who wants to pay $100 if they can pay $40? I I understand that the problem is we're just undermining the quality. We're undermining the brands, all brands' ability to actually compete, and we're also bringing the water level down. You know, everything is starting to look the same. It's kind of shocking to me. Like when you see, I, I remember walking through uh, a mall. And this was a while ago, but and I realized I did not know what store I was standing in front of, and it was because I had walked by like a Banana Republic, an Ann Taylor, a J Crew, a Anthro. Like, and I realized that so much of the product I was seeing was starting to become very similar. Um, and so I want to ask you about beauty products. You okay. like you brought lipstick to J. Crew. You clearly a beauty girl. What do you personally love? Not right now, but... no. But what are some uh, of your no, personal I've been favorites? Working... 
I mean, I am, I mean, God, oh, that list is long. Oh, give us a couple. Are we talking about, are we talking about makeup? Are we talking about skincare? Everything, the whole, the whole thing. Oh, I mean, I'm a biology research devotee for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I actually have been using their products for a really long time. Aida Bakaj was the person who introduced me to them. And I, um, and I remember I used to see the Olsen twins in the lobby and I was like, the Olsen P50, that's enough to convince me. Did I you know, ever they, talk to them? Oh yeah. Oh, they're so nice. Both of them are so lovely. They were nice? Oh my God, so nice. They're so warm and friendly. Do yeah. they shop at J. Crow? Oh, I well, I think they shop at this place called The Row. <laughs> no, they have the, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then um, that's something. I have this, I'm obsessed with Arcona Brightening Gommage. I'm obsessed with Dior Air Flash because I'm so lazy. Have you guys the used that spray stuff? foundation? And I spray it right on my face. Well, I mean, that's how it's meant to be used. used. I no, I think you're supposed to put while. it on a sponge. I haven't used it in a while, but I remember that was good stuff. You know, this is the second Dior product we've heard about, like the kind of like a, a cult Dior product. Last week was a body cream. We inter- We interviewed someone who talked about a body cream from Dior that we have to have. And then I haven't heard about the Dior Flash. P.S. I sprayed it right on my face too. I mean, I don't think you're supposed to. And I have very big eyebrows. I have opposite problem of you. And it would get in there and oh. I'd be like, this is not a really great product. Well, so, okay, that's a good point. I don't think, see, I don't have any eyebrows, so I don't have to worry about that. So, I just so it like might this. work even better for you as a spray. Well, no, yeah. For me, it's, it's amazing. Also, because I wear glasses, so you kind of don't see that I wear, I usually get glasses that are big enough because so my like eyebrows frame, are also really your, uneven. Yeah. Well, and also it covers my eyebrows a little bit. So you kind of don't like, when I take these off, you can really see that I don't have any eyebrows. But when I'm wearing this, you don't notice as much. But also... Um, particularly when I have some of like my darker glasses. Um, I I don't, rem- you know, I last time I used your flash, the, the foundation was a long time ago, but that's like a real cult product. I, I didn't, I bought it in like a complete moment of desperation when I had gone to LA for... Um, actually for the SAG Awards, and they confiscated my makeup. And I got out there and I had nothing. And I was in a, a mall waiting. Like it was, this was like in January. I was in a mall. I had like literally like 10 minutes to, to kill, well, to, I, in between stuff. And I ran in, I just tried it on in the, in the store and I couldn't believe how quickly it just kind of like, it, it can make you look a little, the thing I know, I will say, major important tip is that you have to use a wet sponge and like, otherwise it just gets a little, like you look flat and that's not so great, but the wet sponge kind of helps give you highlights and I'm not wearing any makeup right now, but um, it does really help. Um, I'm also really into Wonder Valley oil, body oil. I'm totally into it. Like the graphics are beautiful. Have you seen it? I don't know Wonder Valley. Okay. Okay. Wonder Valley body oil. I'm totally obsessed. Everyday body oil. I'm, I'm obsessed with body oil. Mm-hmm. Everyday oil, body oil. Um, I'm totally, I'm trying to think of all my stuff that I have. Um, Any fragrance that's like a favorite? We're both. Perfect. I mean, I only wear one fragrance and I've tried to change three times and I can't because my son gets upset with me and says I don't smell the same anymore, which is, it's Creed Silver Mountain Water. I have worn it for like literally oh, 15 years. It's a classic. They should, they should, they should give me the company. <laughs> Um, any other favorites before we're going to do a, we're going to do our lightning round with you, which is super oh, fun. I mean, I have so many favorites. I'm obsessed with, have you tried that clay or clay? I'm not how you pronounce it. Um, lip melting powder. No. Okay. Jenna, you're schooling us. Oh, okay. You lip melting just, powder. It's 
the weirdest, most amazing shit I have ever. Oh, stuff I've ever tried. I'm obsessed. I I I don't know how to. I would get up and get it, but I I think I will undo my. No, we will it, put a link on our blog and episode it's news. What is so it? What is good? It's basically it comes out like a powder, so it's like a so it's in a little tube, and it comes out like a powder. But then when you put it on, it goes into like a really smooth, um, like lip mm. stuff. But what I find is that a lot of the matte lipsticks make my lips very dry. Yeah, and it can get, and this one doesn't. And then I just put a little bit of a Clinique, you know, those chubby sticks over the top of it, just to give it a tiny bit of. It's like the best thing I've, I'm like, and you can put it on your eyes and on your cheeks if you want. It's like the weirdest stuff. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's made out of, but it's the best stuff. I've, oh, and those Kaja heart cheek bomb. Oh, that things. I actually do know. It looks like a little mochi. I, I, I feel like I'm like 12. I'm like, this works for me. <laughs> I know. I, I don't think if I saw your makeup bag, I definitely wouldn't have picked that as one of the products that would be in there. But I'm so into it. I would have pictured like some Kosas and, you know. I have Kosas. Yeah. I have Ilya. I have Kosas. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I mean, listen, you're asking me to pick the, I have so much. If you saw <laughs> my makeup cabinet, you would be done. I have one full. I don't know if you guys can see, but can you see that over there? Yes. The yes. makeup cabinet on the left. On this side, oh, wait, this, okay. on this side mm-hmm. is filled. Wait, this side is filled with makeup, and this side is filled with beauty products. This is where our audio format um, fails yeah, us. I wish our sorry, see this. it's big. No, it's, it's silly. I like your marble too. Okay, oh, so you. we could be here all day, is what you're saying, but we w- we won't do that to you. What I'm gonna do at the end of every podcast, we do this little speed round. So we've got some <sighs> questions for you. Oh, no God. pressure. No, it's cute. It's fun. fun. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was the f- <laughs> <laughs> what's the first beauty or grooming product that you fell in love with? Um, I was in a play in seventh grade called Anything Goes and I was given a coal eyeliner and I was like, yeah, like I, I thought I was Cleopatra. Yes, by all means. Coal eyeliner. You went right for it. No ba- well, like, no lip smackers for you. <laughs> no, I, I didn't have any access to any of that stuff. My mom didn't wear any makeup and we we didn't buy any of that stuff. So it was literally like, she she put it on her eyes then she handed it to me and I literally watched her like, what? And I put it on my eyes and I was so excited. She was like, you, you should take that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, who's the celebrity that you just know you'd be best friends with? Probably mm. someone you haven't met would be a better answer. But of course, if there's someone out there that you're like dying to be best friends with. Kate Blanchett. Oh, okay. Is that who my Good the pick. lashes I'm wearing are named after? Yes. Oh, ah! I like it. Okay. Um, what's your favorite indulgent snack? And please be specific. Um, Grater's mocha chip ice cream. I don't think we've had a non-ice cream answer for the past eight interviews, Jess. Am I right about that? Everybody's an ice cream. Ice cream, cream. Is, like, ice ice cream, cream. is like the key to the meaning of life. I don't know if anybody is aware of that. I, I, know, <laughs> I know that. I just, I, I, people might not know that, but I, I've been really doing some t- real deep work with my shaman. And, and Graders is the answer. We discussed it, yeah. <laughs> okay, what's a song that pumps you up? Uh Golden Lady, or no, well, Outstanding by the Gap Band or Golden Lady by Stevie Wonder. Lovely. Okay. And then last question at the end of every podcast, we both raise a wand to something that we're like obsessed with at the moment, like a mascara wand. So we want to give you the opportunity to raise your own wand. What are you obsessed with at the moment? It could be product, movie, book, person, whatever. Um, oh God, there's so many things. Um, oof, that's such a hard one to pick. Right now, I think... I'm. I have to pick one thing. I mean, so unfair. Yes. I'm going to make it tough. 
Do an edit, oh. Jenna. This is like a thing that fashion designers do, right? <laughs> okay. Um, oh, that's really, really hard. Okay, I'm obsessed with Karen Lyons paintings. Oh. No relation to me. Oh, okay. Karen I, Lyons paintings. What are they like? K-A-R-Y-N. Lions, L-Y-O-N-S. But I don't, she's not, I don't, I'm not related to her. It's just funny that her last name is mine. What? I'm obsessed. I like, I yeah, literally. What, what, I don't know that. Um, I have one in my living room. It's lips and it's so, I can, I can, well, if I pull it up, I've got your recording going. No, yeah. um, <laughs> anyway, well, look at, look at her Instagram. Her paintings are unbelievable. I think she's so, so talented. And they're also like, like affordable. I love buying art, but it's definitely, yeah. She's one of my favorites. I'm obsessed. Very cool. I'm going to check her out. Okay. Well, this was fun. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you. It was so fun. You guys are so easy. Uh Get your lash on, babe. I think I might start wearing fake lashes on the rag. I just got to get into a routine. I want Jenna to be my like boss, I wish I had her as a boss. Like growing up, I'm excited about her her show too. Like her HBO oh, yeah. show. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what I pictured her as, but like Jenna, let's hang. <laughs> I'll wear your lashes. I know. Stay tuned. I think let's this be might friends. be a season of the lash. Her hair's going gray. My hair's going gray. <laughs> Come on. All um, right. All right. Let's let's time. It's time to raise a wand. It's time to to share our picks. Yes. What do you have? I have a drunk elephant product. I feel like you've been feeling DE a lot lately. Well, no, I've only ever raised a wand once to their hair detangler. And yeah. Okay, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like... You know me. I am the contrarian. So if everybody (laughs) likes it, I don't want to like it. But then sometimes I get one over, and here's why. So it's the end of the summer. I wore lots of sunscreen this summer, as I do all year round. Let's be honest, whatever my Fitzpatrick skin type is, I don't burn. I brown. Even when I put on sunscreen, I get super brown. So I did get, I'm sorry, I got a tan because I did a lot of hiking. You know what? It's a pandemic. Don't judge me. It's fine. But here I am. It's come fall. And as my color is returning to its normal olive hue, I'm feeling a little lackluster. So I was popping a couple drops of the Drunk Elephant Debronzini into my face oil. Mm. But what it is, is like a bronzing liquid that is a shade that I truly think no matter what your skin tone is, it gives you this little bit of warmth. It's like a copper shade almost. Um, so if you're fair, you like should barely even use the squirt of this. You're only going to need a little bit. And a full pump for me is even quite a lot. Um, but I've been mixing it in with my regular face oils, which are always on rotation. And I just love the way it gives you a little extra glow. And sure, if there's some active ingredients there that are making my skin better, fine. I haven't seen any like differences in that way. But I think a lot of these face bronzers look very fake and orangey, and this one doesn't. And you know what? I'm drunk. I'm drunk. Fine. I'm drunk on the drunk. Whatever. I fell for it. It's a good one, though. Okay. What do you I, want I, I might try that. I mean, I, I don't know how much my skin can handle, so... Could like a quarter pump to start. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm I've been waiting to tell you guys about this product since probably like a month and a half now. Um, because it wasn't Ooh. out until a week or two ago. It's the Garnier Green Labs. I guess this is like their new, it's like their new franchise. 
Um, Green Labs can be pore perfecting, three-in-one cleanse plus exfoliate plus mask. That's a lot of verbiage. But what I will tell you about this is just an amazing face wash. It says it's an exfoliator and a face mask. I, I'm not using it as like the, a substitute for my exfoliate, exfoliator. I'm not using it as a face mask. I'm just using it as a really nice facial cleanser. Um, it's really creamy. It does have a clay-like feeling, but not so thick that you feel like you're using like, you know, clay Kaylin. in your face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it has cannabis sativa seed oil, which feels like I'm guessing... There's something kind of calming about that. Um, it has niacinamide. <laughs> There's not, but it's a nice seed oil. It plays well with the fatty acids in your skin. <laughs> it's very nice. It has niacinamide in it. Um, Ooh, good ingredient. really like, I just really look forward to using it at night. Um, it doesn't remove like all your makeup, so don't rely on it for that. But I, I just feel like it's a great creamy cleanser and I do feel like my skin looks softer and I do feel like my pores are a little bit less noticeable after I use it. Um, it's $10 on Ulta right now. Sounds I'm, like it has a prestige feeling. Yeah, it actually to yeah, the cleanser. Very that Jen, that's an excellent critique. I felt like there was something like missing in my description about it. Like I wasn't telling you how great it was. Yeah. Um, yes. It has it's a, like you come to expect that texture and those benefits from like a $40, $30 cleanser, you know? Yeah, it's a re- exactly. I feel like you're getting a really nice cleanser. And I've been using it in this little sample. Like they sent me just a little like lab sample of it. And I never really... I feel like when you get something in a lab sample, you really are like divorced from all of the like the things that can make you like it. Like, you know, I like the packaging or like, you know, it looks cute, you know. I look forward to using it even in this little lab sample thing. And Ooh, then um, it must be good. Yeah, yeah. And there's other there's other formulas, there's other stuff like um there's like a pineapple one and a watermelon one in this new franchise. I'm not as jazzed about those, but I think it's because this texture feels so premium to Jen's point. Um and I also do like that this brand um is very committed to like, you know, it's vegan messaging. It's something that is um Something I, I something that I think it's very cool that they're they're really leading with that. Um, so that's that's it. And ten dollars, not bad. Can't beat it. Great yeah. one. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll see you on Tuesday, or we'll we'll hear you on Tuesday, or you'll hear us on Tuesday. How about that? We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.